0: Welcome to the Million Dollar Multi Op Podcast. Here, you're going to find education, entertainment, and a little inspiration on how to get to the next level. Are you a DJ company owner that's looking for the secret sauce? Congrats, you found it. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Million Dollar Multi Op Podcast. I'm your host, David Osborne with BlueprintLearn.com. One solo cast ago, so it's two podcasts ago, I talked about setting goals. And then one podcast ago, I interviewed Jonathan Simmons, and that was a a phenomenal interview. I loved talking to Jonathan. He is so smart. He's such a hustler. And the common thread between the solo cast about goals and then talking to Jonathan Simmons was the idea of action, the idea of hustle, the idea of taking daily action. So today's solo cast is going to be about how to take daily action. There are three pillars to taking daily action. It's motivation, commitment, and consistency. Let's dive right in and get to the sauce. Let's talk about motivation. Why do you even want to accomplish the goal? Why are you actually doing the thing in the first place? Because anyone out there who loves the thing, has a hobby, it is not hard to motivate yourself to do that thing. Like if you love video games, it's probably not so hard to motivate yourself to play video games because it feels good. Why do you do it? Because it feels good. Why do we have such a hard time doing things um, that move the needle for our goals? Because they're hard and they don't feel good in the moment, right? We have to tap into self-discipline in order to get that stuff to happen. Because Listen. You you got to know why you're doing something. You have to know what your priorities are. You have to understand clearly what your goals are. Um, speaking of priorities, if you show me your calendar, so right now, if we were to pop on to a Zoom call and you shared your screen and you showed me your calendar for this week, what would I see? Well, hopefully you're using a calendar. <laughs> if if you're not and it's all in your head, start using a calendar. But look at your calendar. And you will see the priorities that you already have because you schedule the stuff that's important to you. Anytime anyone ever says, I don't have time, that's a nonsense excuse. That's like the dumbest excuse on planet Earth because every single human being has the same amount of time. We all have the same amount of seconds, the same amount of minutes, the same amount of hours each day. It's like the... the, the lowest common denominator. It's the equalizer, if you will, of humanity because there's no rich and poor. You can't be time rich. You can't be time poor. We all have time. What you do with it is variable. Okay. So let's let's talk about how to draw out some motivation for the things that are challenging. So this is going to be a little reflective. I think you need to focus on the results Focus on the vision, focus on what you're working towards rather than the avoidance of not having that thing. What do I mean by that? Let's use weight loss as an example because it's super concrete and easy to understand. The result that you're going for when you choose to lose weight is to be physically fit, to have more energy to be able to, depending on how old you are, play with your kids, play with your grandkids, um, you know, be active, do things, go on adventures, go on vacations. That's the result you're going for. The opposite from that is the avoidance of pain. So maybe, maybe your first thought to lose weight is because you're sick and tired of being overweight and you're uncomfortable and your joints hurt and you can't do things. And it's just, it's finally gotten painful enough that you're finally willing to do something about it. But my friends out there that are listening, pain only is a motivator until you're comfortable. Well, I'll say that again. I should put that on a t-shirt. Pain is only a motivator until you're comfortable. Once you reach that like homeostasis, you reach that status quo, that motivation's going to go away. So if you are feeling uncomfortable with your body weight, and your joints hurt and you can't do stuff as soon as those painful points are minimized and they go away you will stop being motivated so you have to focus on the result of the things you want to do which is you know maybe tra- traveling without uh discomfort maybe it's fitting into different clothes maybe it's um like i said playing with grandchildren or children or living longer you have to focus on the positive results. That's a huge difference in motivational, um, motivational force. Second, you just have to care about it. Right? It's no more complicated than that. If you don't care about the task itself, you have to be made to care about it because you have to see the value of what that action contributes to. Here's my example. Back in the day when I was an elementary school music teacher, I worked at the same school as my wife, Whitney. She was the art teacher. And let me tell you, I taught in an elementary school for 13 years. And out of those 13 years, I submitted lesson plans one out of those 13 years. And let me tell you why I submitted lesson plans that one year. Quick backstory. If you teach first grade or third grade or academic subject, yeah, you should probably turn in your lesson plans because you're collaborating with other teachers and because uh, your administration cares because you're supposed to be teaching kids skills they're tested on. So the caring comes from somewhere else. Uh, you have extrinsic reasons to care. I had no extrinsic reasons to care because I taught music and no one cared what I did in my classroom. So there was no reason for me to care about doing a menial task every Sunday night to turn in lesson plans. I just thought it was worthless. But my wife, who's a rule follower, always turned in her lesson plans every week for all the years she taught. Well, the year we started dating, she cared that I didn't turn in my lesson plans. And she thought it was kind of unfair that I didn't turn them in. And she did. So I was like, listen, I care about you. I care about you. So I'll do it for one year. And at the end of the year, we'll see how it went and see if it moved any needle or if anyone else cared or if it mattered in any way. So again, I didn't do the lesson plans because i cared about the lesson plans i did it because i cared about my well, then girlfriend but my now wife because i had to draw motivation from something i did care about okay so if you care about being financially free then staying within a budget and you know living within your means and making daily decisions to not go past your budget will matter Because your financial freedom and your ability to travel or buy a home or investment properties or work on your your retirement outweighs the daily action that is uncomfortable. And then last, you have to actually visualize your success. You have to actually see the thing that you want. I'm not a terribly visual person, so I'm going to have to literally put a picture on the desktop of my computer or put something on a bulletin board for something that I'm going to actually see. I have to see the motivation in front of me, right? So if again, weight loss is a great example for this because it's so concrete. You can put a picture of what you want to look like on your mirror or on your, your desk or on your phone, but you got to see it in order to motivate you. You need constant reminders to do that. Okay. Second pillar. Let's talk about commitment this is focusing on the why not the how we just talked about the why a lot so this is a continuation but a little bit more nuts and bolts right you have to focus on the results not the requirements okay you have to focus on what you're going to get not what you have to do and i and you're still going to have to do it but the focus the words you tell yourself, the visualization in your head, that's what you focus on. You focus on the positive. You focus on, okay, why do you want to grow a DJ company? What's the purpose? The purpose isn't so that you can have more people to manage. That's, that's, that's not why we do this. We grow a team so that we can generate more income. We can take back our calendar, meaning you can decide when you work and when you don't work. And you can create a legacy. You can create something that can be bought or sold. You can create a company that's healthy enough to work and operate without you. So you can decide, you can have the freedom to participate in the company as an employee or not. That is what we're going for here. When I say standardize and scale a team, and we talk about stuff with the blueprint, we're talking about how to get you to the next phase of your life that's more enjoyable. It's the results. The requirements are recruiting, hiring, training, mentoring, management, payroll, systems. That's the requirements. But the results are you generating more income, you taking back your calendar, and you creating a legacy that you can be proud of. So you have to prioritize the actions that lead to that result. So if it's a goal that you've chosen for yourself for the year or for the month, or for the quarter or whatever it might be, you're going to prioritize those actions daily to be in front of everything else. So everything else. And I, there's a phrase called, you eat the frog. So the, you eat the frog and you get it out of the way. It's an old, it's an old saying, it might be Mark Twain. Fact check me on that, people, Okay. But uh, that means you do all the things that are the most uncomfortable and the most difficult for you to stay disciplined about the first thing in the morning before you get distracted. So some of my tasks that I do first thing in the morning to make sure that I move towards my goals is I do all the clerical and administrative work that I hate. And I I wake up at five in the morning, I drink a cup of coffee, and I class transactions. I work on um, making sure receipts are put into a, a folder. I check. Indeed, I check our monday.com for project management. I check all the little things. I check upwork and any projects that we have going on with freelancers or anything that I'm going through, and I'm looking at all of the little clerical and administrative things that, if I didn't do it in that first hour of the day, woo! It, it's, it's not getting done because once the day takes off and I start doing other stuff that I actually enjoy more, it, it's not going to happen. So focus on the results and then schedule out on your calendar the things that you like doing the least, but that are still important, do them first thing in the morning. So the last part of the commitment is to just start. Um, I really enjoy exercise. I enjoy going going to Orange Theory. I I go to Crunch Fitness. I do different things. Sometimes I run. Sometimes I go to the Botanical Gardens and I'll run on the trail or I like hiking. But sometimes when I'm feeling low motivation, All I have to do is start because I know that part of an exercise class or part of going to the gym is getting there. And it's usually the most difficult part of the class. Honestly, deciding to get in the car and drive 20 minutes to the gym is more difficult than using the squat rack because the squat rack, I I can think about and feel the results. Getting in a car is can be more challenging. So for me, this is for me, this works for me. Anytime that I'm finding it difficult to go exercise, the thing that I do is I put on my exercise clothes. Okay. if I go and I change and I put on my exercise clothes. I usually get myself over the hump. And before you know it, I'm in the car going to do what I need to do. So you need to just start. You need to have a thing. That means if you need to wake up at five, you need to have an alarm, that's by your bed and you got to have, maybe have one in the other room. And then the first thing you do, go turn your computer on. Turn your computer on, then make your coffee. This is just examples. You might hate this this structure. You might never want to do it. Maybe you work best at night. I'm just telling you what I do. Um, you got to celebrate your wins too. When you get up, you got to reward yourself. You got to tell yourself that you're great. You have to participate in some self-talk and tell yourself that you're doing a great job. Okay, third pillar. Third pillar of how to take daily action is being consistent. I heard this quote pretty recently, and I think it's pretty awesome because we we, we get told our whole life, you got to do your best. You got to do your best. Ah, just as long as you do your best, that's good enough for me. Yes, I think that's a great thing for parents to tell their kids. and It's a great thing for self-esteem. But I want you to shift about It's not about doing your best. It's about doing what's required. So, if what's required of you is to take daily action to get somewhere to do a thing, you're going to be much more likely to do the things that are necessary rather than just do a few of those things. Um, I'm a trained classical musician, I have a degree in trumpet, and I spent oh my gosh, countless hours in college. Uh, I probably practiced six to seven hours a day, plus all the ensembles that I was in. And I I worked as a professional musician after that. And then I also taught, um, I put myself through college teaching middle schoolers trumpet lessons. And I, I remember teaching kids how to practice. And that was a very related, super related skill. Because it takes 13 days of doing a thing every day for it to become a habit. I used to have friends that were middle school band directors, and they would say that if they could get their kids to take their instrument home and practice for 13 days in a row, they are going to be practicers. So I encourage you to think about two weeks, 14 days, it's one day more than 13, 14 days of commitment, put it on a calendar, put a little star on there, and you make yourself a sticker chart, man. Make yourself a little tracking thing. Make yourself a checklist and check it off every day. Make sure that you actually have a thing to measure your success. But 13 days. Um, another, another thing that I've heard, and this is a lot more in the, um, in the fitness space, is that it usually takes 45 to 90 days, usually closer to 90 days, to see results. Meaning that if you religiously go to the gym three or five days a week, and then you stop going, you're not going to see the results of stopping going right away. You're going to see, you're going to see the, the, the results of that three months later. And a lot of that is in business too. I think that if you take the time to track your progress and create scorecards and do weekly check-ins and, you know, increase an, an initiative in your business, you're really not going to see the results with referrals or anything like that for 90 days. So, you know, again, this is a, this is a podcast about growing a multi-op. So let's make this real. If you want to have a new DJ on your team, you're not going to have a new DJ on your team next week. Okay. You have to start taking daily action so that 90 days from now you can see results. That's either 90 days of training or 90 days of hiring. It might take you 90 days to find the person that you're looking for. Uh, so you have to take that daily action consistently to get to that place. Okay. So that consistency um, also bring someone in, keep yourself accountable by telling a friend, telling your spouse, uh, putting it out. I know some people that put it on social media and say, Hey, this is the thing I'm working on. Help keep me accountable. Help keep me consistent. But you have to, you know, give yourself check boxes, make yourself a sticker chart, give yourself a a reward every three days, every seven days. You have to do stuff. Um, you know, again, fitness world is people take progress pictures. That helps keep 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 people motivated, especially in stuff like seventy five hard or anything like that. You have to do things to motivate yourself. And then lastly, get yourself into a great community. Great community. You are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you have five people in your life, the five people you spend the most time with, uh, pull you down from motivation and pull you down from your commitment and pull you down from your con- consistency. I want you to consider finding new five people. And I'm not talking about, listen, I'm, I'm talking professionally. I'm not talking about getting rid of your kids. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about like professionally, you might need to bring someone into your circle, into your into your life, into your world, is consistent that does have commitment that does uh, that is motivated because those people will those people will influence you so if you struggle with these things you need to get yourself into a community of people that are working this way now uh, Matt matt is not paying me to say this he was on the podcast a long time ago uh, mentor pods mentor pods is a great place to start if you don't have a community so you are you're investing in coaching. You're investing in a community because all of the people in a community like that are all trying to find ways to achieve their goals, to take daily action, and they're going to help support each other. So there's even built-in accountability support in mentor pods. In the Blueprint program, we have the same thing. We have weekly, uh, we have check-in calls, we have momentum calls, we have a community, we have roundtables, we have ways of building our community with our Facebook group, where you're going to get support from other people. And we want to see you win. I want to see you win. I want to see you a year from now, so much further than you ever thought you could. And you guys, John Simmons said it so well. This only works if you do. So with that, I'm going to finish this out. The three pillars, motivation, commitment, and consistency. Taking daily action is a matter of getting systematic, focusing on the positive, focusing on the results, and then keeping yourself accountable. So good luck to you. I'd love for you to send me a DM. I'd love for you to send me a comment about how things are going for you. Also, if you love this podcast and you're really enjoying it and you listen to every episode, go on wherever you listen, give us a five-star review, leave us a comment. That really helps the algorithm and, and more people find us. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you on the next one.